millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following podcast contains content depicting addiction and drug use, which may be triggering for some. Born of Sideshow does not condone the use of any illicit substances. What's happening, guys? Welcome back to a very special edition of Born Offside. I love our midweek specials because I've not only made one sub, there's two subs now. Danny joins us back on the pod. Always great to have you on, bringing the energy. La Liga jersey. La Liga jersey for me because we have the first Socceroo to play in top flight in Spain. Andy Bernal joins us on the couch. Andy, I mean, you should be a household name, but we have a very young generation that watch the pod. There might be some people... They're in store for a massive story, mate. But before we talk about your career, professional footballer, Socceroo, part of David Beckham's management team, right now, what's your role at the Mariners? Well, I'm um, I'm one of Nick Mon- Montgomery's uh, lieutenants. Uh, yeah. He, you know, when when uh, I'll tell you how, how how the whole Central Coast Mariners thing came about. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I was sat with a friend of mine, Richard Peel, in in Canberra. Yeah, and. Um, uh, you know, but we've only been friends for a year and a half, and, and he called me up for some advice. And within a week, I'd convinced him to buy an A League club. Right. Wow. And um, he he brought Anytime Fitness to Australia. Yeah. He's he's the the main guy for that. And yeah. uh, uh, and we spoke to a few people. I called Danny Townsend, and, and yeah. shortly after, um, we took over at the Mariners, and, and he took me in, and I met Nick Mom. I met Nick Montgomery and, yeah. um, you know, wonderful, wonderful man, yeah. wonderful manager. What a job who, he's doing. Yeah, who mm. I believe um, will one day manage in the English Premiership or right. Liga or Serie A. He's of that ilk. Right. You know, and I've been around Del Bosque. I've been mm-hmm. around, you know, Alex Ferguson. I've been all around and played against those managers. I've been under some fantastic managers. and, yeah. and he's right um, up there. Yeah, Nick's of that ilk. So he'll be there. One day, and I met him, and he he um, he wanted me uh, as one of his lieutenants. And um, is your is your title like everyone throws around like chief vibes? Like what what, <laughs> what what do you do at the Mariners? Are you kind of like a guidance for these young men? Well, you know, one of the official roles is is um, head of athletic development. Okay. So I sit in between uh, Nick and our strength conditioning department, right? And I help deliver uh, a lot of the strength components to right. our, our athletes and uh, make sure that whoever plays. Um, for the Central Coast Mariners is a good athlete right. and, and yeah. part of that role is to, you know, um, eradicate weak athletes, I'm you know. And, uh, only good eggs. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, uh, mentally and physically, you yeah. know, if you're not a good athlete, you're not going to play for us and, yeah. and um, you know, I grab um, individuals as well within that and, and mentor them, you know, on a football, um, on a physiological kind of yeah. level. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, and then uh, once, once I... I, I became kind of part of that process um you know the the vibe manager thing came up and uh you know monty um monty still claims and 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 i know it is it's you know i'm the first vibe manager in in world football (laughs) you've had some good titles yeah the the, the, um yeah yeah, and then the socceroos um uh, copied it and uh put martin boyle in as as vibe manager for for, but um look the vibe (laughs) manager is, is the vibe manager is is just making thing, making sure things are pretty cool around the place, yeah. and uh, um, you know, 
good vibes. Yeah, that's yeah. it. If opponents want to bring bad vibes, then bad vibes it is. And um, yeah. if you want to bring bad vibes to uh, when you play against us, we're going to give you bad vibes plus exactly interest. Hundred percent. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that because you were considered a bit of a brute as a player as well. You never shied away from a challenge. You oh, had to be at that time, yeah. Oh look, I. I uh, Back in 1983-84, I was Australian youth team captain, mm. um, younger Steph Ollie, Roo captain, and, you know, not a lot of people know that, you know, we, I don't think we do our history well mm. uh, in Australia. So, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I could play football. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, for, for those out there now that, that see Sergio Ramos playing mm. and stuff, that was kind of my kind of style. Yeah. Plenty um, of cards? Oh, I've... Um, I hold the record at Reading FC for, <laughs> um, yeah, for the most heavily disciplined player. Yeah, so I think it was, yeah, in seven, I think seven seasons, uh, was seven reds and 26 yellows. Yes. So, so, um, You're yeah, one it's, of it's, us. We're yeah, both yeah. centre-halves and, like, we love that. Yeah, so yeah. it's, um, I watching vintage, yeah, so you, I'm you, like... Yeah, you can't touch anyone these days. No. Nah. Yeah, how would you have gone with VAR, mate? Uh, I just... No, <laughs> you, you couldn't have played with VAR. No, right? I'd be playing rugby league. Yeah, yeah, I would just sort of like that was yeah. my childhood dream was to to yeah, play rugby to league. Play rugby league, yeah. yeah. And um, so no, but but you look at the the boys' shin pads these days, yeah. and they're like this. You can't touch anybody. So yeah. um, that kind of real hard man element has has, has gone today. You know, mm -hmm. that went with you know with a lot of us with, with yeah. Roy Keane and Vinnie Jones and yeah. all those yeah. people who I mentioned in in in, in my book as well. And, yeah. and um. But, you know, it's a, it's a different type of game now. Yeah, well, I'm um, going to take that opportunity because I've got the book yeah. next to me, mate. Riding yeah. Shotgun, an autobiography of the original Wizard of Oz. That's it. it um, you know, it, the original Wizard of Oz came about uh, after one of my uh, a game playing for, for Reading. Uh, yeah. I think it was a cup match against Southampton or Man United. Yeah. Um, you know, the local paper in, uh, in England, uh, you know, said, oh, they the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, the Wizard people of Oz. People think and, people and think Harry Kuehl was the original Wizard of Oz. And no. um, yeah, so no, it was Andy. <laughs> no, it was Andy. It was Andy. It was Andy. <laughs> it was Andy and uh, but there's a you know, and then Tommy Rogic, who I took to yeah. Celtic, um, yeah. was another Wizard of Oz. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a few of us, so I'm, I'm just the, um, the original. Yeah, yeah, I'm the original. Yeah, I'm the first, okay. and uh, yeah, sometimes um, it's not even egotistical. What is nah. what it is? You know, yeah. I was the first, so what? yeah, hundred percent. Claim it. Yeah, you got to claim it. Yeah, you know, me and Andy actually go way back. You know, yeah. when you messaged me about your book, yeah. right? You messaged me on Facebook at the time about your book, right? Saying that you were about to release it. And of course, I was like, yeah, send me a copy. Um, we've had that here since day one. But I scrolled up on our messages on Facebook. We spoke in 2012. You know that? I think I remember that conversation between us. Was I trying to recruit you? Yeah. You messaged me to recruit me in 2012. I was very young, yeah. though. I was at a point where I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. How old were you at the time? I was 15. I was yeah, 15. I wasn't 16 yet. I was 15 and you messaged me. Um, so I was chasing Claude's. Yeah, can so you hear that? So uh, my first client was Tim Cahill. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the first ever what Australian. What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> you started up there. First Beckham ever Australian Cahill, I represented and then like that was part of the, the, the whole Beckham thing and, and he ended up with Claude's me. was yeah. there. Mate, you're in the mix. Yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll, that's my claim. claim yeah. That's my claim. But I, we, we have a lot of mutual friends and even even guys like uh, Kuzi, Steve Kuzmanowski oh, yeah. always said yeah. that your training was just the most big. I remember asking them at the time that you messaged me yeah. and you were putting them through boxing training camps yeah. and stuff because you, you were notorious for training He's players like, no to mercy. be athletes. Yeah. yeah, well, it's part of, you know, you, you become a, a world-class player slash athlete. Yeah. Or, or we eradicate you, and, and you know, back to the role of the Mariners. You yeah. know, we want to create good athletes. We want to play a good style of football, yeah. um, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, um, uh, we've had a marvelous season. You know, to, to finish yeah. to finish second with yeah. the youngest team 
uh, in the A-League yeah. um, with the lowest budget. You know, yeah. we're on a budget two, three, four times less than everybody else in that league. And, right. um, you know, we, we give young kids an opportunity. We give them wings. We empower them. Mm. Um, and that's a beautiful thing, I think, for, for too many years. Um, we've had fraud marquees. We've had, mm. um, you know, too much, uh, too many older brigade kind of going around yeah. and, re, you know, recycled old yeah. players. Yeah. And, um, you know, we need to, to give our young kids in this country opportunity. Mm. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've watched the A-League. I'm back in it now. And, and you know, uh, uh, some good kids around. Yeah. Um, Is the incentive there to grow players? I feel like if a Mariners existed in Spain... They'd be making millions and millions of dollars a year because you'd be selling off players. What is the incentive? Can you sell well, players? Like, well, can you well, make money well, like that? Well, for us, the you know we we sold Grand Quoll and yeah. Ty Rolls and yeah. a few of them in the last few years. Yeah. Um, but the market that you play in, the, yeah. the area that you play in, kind of dictates that. For example, yeah. we could have a kid at the Mariners that's the equal of a, a kid at Benfica mm. or, or Real Madrid, for example, yeah. at age 15, 16. And just because that kid is in that marketplace, you know, you give a 15, 16-year-old kid a debut at Benfica, yeah. um, you've already... Uh, put a value of on that kid of maybe 10 million euros. Yeah, that's right. Now, that same kid in Australia, yeah, $300,000 or yeah. something yeah. like that. You know Not what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, so, so it, it's all dictated by... At times, not the quality of the kid, yeah. but the market that you're in. That's yep. why clubs like Benfica, yeah. you know, are, are bringing in 100, 200 million euros a year on mm. transfers. Mm. So, um, you know, the the idea for, for us and the, the smart thing for us is, is to keep, you know, trying to produce those good kids, yeah. give them opportunity in our first team. And if you do flip them into Europe, then yeah. have sell-on clauses that can yeah. then bring yeah. you a bigger payday. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it is what it is. Um, but for us, um, you know, if we can turn around and, and, and have a little payday at the end of every season, yeah. um, but, you know, uh, have been able... Yeah, 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 like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But more importantly, if we've been able to give two 16, 17, 18 roles or whatever... Uh, an opportunity mm. um, to play A-League, mm. uh, to become Ollie Roos, to mm. become Socceroos, then that's how this nation becomes a better football nation. Yeah, yeah. Danny, you grew up in the NPL system as well. So Danny yeah. was an NPL footballer okay. as well. Yep. So played for a lot of these member federation clubs. You're excited about the second division? Yes. You feel as though it's time Australia's ready for a second yeah, division? Yeah, the, the football in Australia has been so backwards for so long Oof. that it needs to have something happen. It needs and something to change? Yeah, yeah, in every league in the world, you've got promotion relegation, yeah. pretty much all of them. And for our country to not have it and only start to have it now, mm. we're already so many paces yeah. behind. But yes, it's mm. positive to see uh, that progression. Uh, I you, think can I've you see it happening, realistically? You, you, you're you right in there. You can see how difficult it is to run an A-League club, the budgets, the, the lack of funds, which is everything that we... We need cash yeah. for this game to survive. Can we handle a second division? Look, right I, th now? I think... I think there's some some wonderful MPL clubs out there. Yeah. You know, I played for Sydney Olympic. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, Marconi, mm. um, Sydney United, you mm. know, South Melbourne, Heidelberg. Yeah. All yeah, the, you all know, we can go on. Yeah, there's some some fantastic clubs um, with a lot of history behind them. Mm. Um, can they find 15, 20, 30 million dollars um, to be an A League club? You mm. know, can they find 20, 25 million dollars to buy a franchise license? That's you know, a that's So so before you even yeah. Before you even start, you know, or before, you know, for a new startup club, for example, yeah. before you even, you know, kick off or get someone through a turnstile, so uh, if you've got to pay, say, $25 million for a licence yeah. and put on another 20 for, you know, the running costs of a club, right. that's $40, 45000000 million before you even have someone through a turnstile. Yeah, it's yep. ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. You know, well, you, so, convinced so one guy, you convinced one guy to buy Mariners in a week. I did. So we need to just send <laughs> you out. Did, yeah. We just send you out to just <laughs> talk to billionaires. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
just I'll go to Saudi Arabia and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and Qatar for a week and please. come back with, with a plane full of cash. Yes, so, I wouldn't um, put it past It can be done. It yes. can be done. Can be done. So, so that's, that, that's, that's one kind of problem. It, yeah. But it can be solved mm. if you have the right connects for me it's the relegation one the promotion one is fantastic the whole concept of it yeah. yes. is a necessity a real necessity to to kind of produce better quality football right. and better players right. um, with the franchise type system now in the a-league the problem is if if you go and acquire a license for 20 25 million dollars whatever they want to put on it right yeah. it guarantees um, that i can't get relegated as well right of course. Yeah, why so would I buy? Why would I buy a KFC? Yeah, so you're not tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. you, I can't sell chicken. Yeah, but then what's going to happen if it's I get promoted and I haven't paid for a franchise and you have? Exactly. That, that's so no there, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the A League, <laughs> the, the teams that are in the A League now, they'll go. Well, how can Marconi just come up yeah. through a, through a promotion system? Up do and and do they if they get promoted, are they asked to find twenty five million dollars? Yeah. Mm. If not, it's unfair. Yeah, so so then the the B League will just be a B League. Yeah, yeah. That exists. Unless it becomes so good that it surpasses the A League and could. becomes the new and it, A League. And it could. Or they play in winter and we have football all year round. That's another. Yeah, thing, right. But I'd like to see that whole assimilation. Yeah, but it's tough. But man. for me now, if I'm really on a, a football kind of, um, is the MPL now in each state not a B League in itself? Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. It's just that it's not. It's not. Combined. It, it needs to be televised. It needs to be, it needs to be given. You know, people need to know the games yeah. are on. That's what's yes. lacking at the moment. You can't even watch a game. What you got to yeah. stream it on? Yeah. You know, so on for YouTube, me, it, that's for me, it's, it's it's you've got all the teams that, that yeah. would would form a B league, mm. but um, you know, within within their their states, so. there's enough good players. You think there's enough good players here in Australia to have two professional leagues? No, no. There you go. So the the problem really starts a long way before that. Yeah, yeah the problem because, is because the the other problem that that you have in Australia is we're saturated with international football. Yeah, you know, and, and world class football from England and, and yeah. Spain and Italy yeah. and Germany and yeah. whatever. You know, so yeah, we're always getting this beamed into into. So um, you go and watch Manchester City v Man United, for example. Um, you watch that on Saturday night, and yeah. then. You know, you're going to go and pay, you know, thirty, forty, fifty, hundred dollars to take the kids and then whatever to watch, um, you know, some MPL two league or MPL one league or something. When when you've seen real, real high quality, mm. and then so that's a problem as well. Mm, mm. You know, um, it, I can imagine that at a football, like football, you start in, in the DMs. I mean, you didn't have the social media back in the day, but you start getting supermodels DMing you. <laughs> Honestly, James, you, you're getting exposed to this caliber. Or females, <laughs> you know what I mean. Now, now you go to the local pub. You're oh, like, oh, oh, don't look at me. No, that's I've how it works. I've got a story on that one. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's for the Ronaldo Nazario part of this. This. Talk. Oh yeah, he would yeah, have. Oh, let's dive in. Let's go in there. Yeah, let's dive in. You want to talk supermodels and DMs? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. That is music to blow your phone. There you go. Are you kidding me? Let's oh. go there right now. You were part of David Beckham's very very small internal management team. Right, and I heard it's an amazing story about how you got that gig and everything. What did you have to do for David Beckham every day? Uh, I'll tell you first how it kind of happened. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'd finished football and, and um, a friend of mine got me an interview with David Beckham's uh, manager, mm. um, Tony Stevens. Yep. And um, she said, look, if he's a busy man, mm. if, um, if you get more than five minutes with him, um, you know, then you'll have done well. Okay. Um, but if you get in, you know, he can teach you to become an agent, et right. cetera, et cetera. Right. So um, put my suit on, tied, yeah. trained to London, yeah. ended up in Mayfair, walk nice. in the door. 
Monopoly. Have like, heard of it? Kind of like, <laughs> yeah, kind of like um, the studio, right? But the, yeah. the sign kind of said Michael Jordan, David right. Beckham, yeah. Kobe Bryant. Wow. Yeah. So they were the, the three names right. of, of this global company that, yeah. that, that represented all these, you know, wonderful, you know, athletes around wow. the world. Yeah. And, uh, but I'd, I kind of had done a little bit of homework and I thought, um, there's no way I'm leaving this place without a job. Yeah, yeah. So I went upstairs to Tony and um, we got talking and um, it was kind of back then, there weren't really f emails or phones and this and that. Right. So I'd, I'd, I'd had a photocopy of something that I'd, I'd got from my sister's house and mm. it was a, a world map, an atlas type thing. And, right. and uh, in every country I'd put the contact of, of who I could connect in that country with. Right, yeah. Because um, wow. somehow I wanted to impress this guy yeah. who looked after Beckham, Michael Owen, yeah. Gerard, David Platt, yeah. Gary Lineker, you yeah. know, from years back. Yeah. Yeah, the whole lot. And so I said, you know, what can I do to impress him? And uh, if I'm going to be an agent, you know, I think initially I'd probably be a scout for him, you know, mm. find players for him. So I had this map and so I started with Argentina. I put Maradona. Mm. You know, Colombia. He's like, you hired. Valderrama. <laughs> right. Yeah, wow. So I went through every country, yeah. like in this map that I'd printed. Uh, so you're saying you had all these people's numbers? Yeah. I. Or there were your contacts that. No, no. I was saying I either had their numbers. Okay. Or I could make one phone call and get where I could it. acquire that number. Wow. Love it. That's so, powerful. So, so yeah. I, could, I could make a phone call mm. and then from that, hook you're up with Diego Armando Maradona. Yeah. yeah. Wow, and he could tell me who the best young player in Argentina was. Yeah. <laughs> or other information. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, I mean, Diego, any information. Yeah. You and Diego. Any information. Me and Diego it kind of. Had a good, hey. yeah. yeah. Would have been a dangerous duo. Yeah. Uh -huh. On and, and off the there. pitch. On and off the pitch. Would have been a dangerous duo. <laughs> madness, what a man. Madness. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, one of the, uh, if not the greatest, but Messi's great too. Yeah, and and Ronaldo's course. great. They're all, They're all everyone's great, great in their yeah. own kind yeah, of. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the whole Beckham thing yeah. came like that. And then um, Tony gave me the job. Mm. Um, as I was leaving, um, I said, that's a fantastic picture of David Platt you've got up on, on your wall. Because I knew that was his first client. Yeah. And um, he said, uh, do you know David? And I said, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. And he couldn't work it out. He's kind of like, he's thinking mm. like, when's Andy played against Arsenal? The, yeah. the <laughs> Socceroos hadn't played England yet or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just put him out of his misery. I said, Jakarta, I forget the actual year. Jakarta, um, I played for Asian 11 okay. against Sampdoria when they were, um, and David wow. Platt was playing. You know, wow. Bullet, wow. Yeah. Uh, Mancini and all of them. So I was marking Mancini and Platt. Yeah. So wow. that was it. And we Tough day at the yeah, office. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's how, and, and so he was kind of impressed with all of this. Yeah. And uh, as I left the office, he said, uh, listen, we're, we're chasing this Australian kid. Um, um, plays for Millwall. Um, you know, we can't get him. I've sent all my agents out there. You know, we represent Beckham. You know, the, the company represents Jordan. Mm. You know, and this kid won't sign for us. Mm. He's represented by a couple of East gangland gangsters you know, from, <laughs> from, from, from Millwall. And, uh, I said, um, I'll get Tim Cahill for yeah, you. Yeah. He hadn't even told me the name. I said, I'll get Tim Cahill for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said, okay, you've got three months to do it. Mm. And within 24 hours, I came back into the office with Tim and Lucas Neal. Wow. Brilliant. And, that's um, it, you Luke, hired at that point. Yeah, yeah, Lucas Lucas didn't sign and, and, and Timmy did. Yeah. Um, so that's how the SFX thing came about. And then, um, you know, once they found out I spoke Spanish, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, I'd played for, for Gijon and yeah. in Spain and stuff. Uh, the Spanish Connect was there. So yeah. Tony said, um, so we're going to send you to um, Spain and Italy for two years and uh, you just got to travel around. <laughs> Tough job. I, I said, oh, can, you, can you say that again? <laughs> explain. Like, you just got to go to... Every city and every club. Yeah. And just 
tell them who you are. You work for SFX and, yeah. and build a relationship with every club. So, um, you know, I'd go to Real Madrid. I'd meet up with Valdano and mm. Putragueno and, and, and I'd sit there and we'd have coffee and yeah. the president and yeah. this and that. Yeah. And you'd say, look, we've got Beckham, we've got Gerard, we've got this. So straight away, you know, the, the yeah. client list opens the kind of... Yeah, yeah, the yeah You know, so I'm walking around the Bernabeu with, wow. with Valdano and, and, you know, it's like... Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Amazing. You know, to what's, the Beckham, to what's Beckham like on like a personal level? Yeah, he's a cool guy. You know, he's um he's a a wonderful footballer. You know, mm. I, I said in the book, you know, he, you know, Ronaldo Nazario said you know, to us once, you know, uh, you know, out of every player in the world that that's not Brazilian, you know, we'd love to have David. Wow. You know, so that's a big, that's high praise. Yeah. You know, a wonderful, um, you know, a mastery with the ball. Yeah. You know, set piece, just, yeah. you know, the passing range, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Um, just unbelievable. And the motor, you know, run all day, yeah, run all day. Freak. Yeah. yeah, a freak of an athlete, yeah. a, a freak of a, a footballer. Um, but, you know, a, a guy that's like all of us, you know, like uh, one of the, f the first occasions we, first occasion we had to catch the bus, the Real Madrid bus to go on tour. Yeah. Um, you know, he was shitting himself in the, in the car. Really? You know, yeah, he was. <laughs> Yeah, we had to stop. Yeah, he vomited. You know, wow. Yeah. You'd never think. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, and, and he was like really worried about where he'd sit on the team bus. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, it's like the team bus First is... First school. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like a bit of a hierarchy thing, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like, um, I said, you'll probably fucking sit up the end with the, you know, where the, the toilet is. boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put him back yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't give a shit who you are, really. No, no. So he was the new, the, the, the latest... Galactico global signing, yeah. you know, Figo yeah. moved yeah. from Barcelona, yeah. um, you know, Zidane, Raul, Raul, you know, yeah. Garcia. Yeah. So they had a more Roberto yeah. Carlos, Carlos the whole lot. So, you know, you're talking about, you know, big, big, Pedigree. big players, you know, mm. and he's kind of like, where do I sit on a bus? Oh, like, yeah. 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 You've yeah. never yeah. been. So, you know, so I told him where he was going to sit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'd already the day before, Steve McManaman was still there. Yeah, yeah. okay. And he said, uh, Let's fuck him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we organised that we'd get there, get there early yeah. and we'd leave one seat kind of free but none of the other boys were there. So yeah, yeah. Beckham sits down like near the front and McManaman <laughs> says, that's Raoul's. <laughs> then he gets up and he sits there. goes, that's a dance. <laughs> so then he, he moves there and goes, yeah, that's Roberto Carlos. <laughs> He goes, there, that's Ronaldo Nazario. <laughs> so he's just like he's picking up his bag and he's going the next the next seat, the next seat. And he's he bullying David yeah. Beckham. And he calls me from the back of the bus. The curtain opens and he goes, I'm near the bloody toilet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right next to the toilet. So so little <laughs> things like, like that. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, just a normal guy that, mm. um, you know, like it was insanity. If you want to know the, you know, one word for it, just... Uh, just an amazing time and moment in my life. Mm. Incredible, mm. unbelievable at times, uh, but just in, insane. It's the it's Jerry Maguire. It's the Wolf of Wall Street. It's yeah. wow. James Bond. It's every yeah. single day followed by hundreds of, of paparazzi. You know, motorbikes, cars, helicopters everywhere you go. You know, every single so day, long. it's relentless. There's no stop. It yeah. was a time and a moment in in, a, in football time where. You know, Perez was building the Galacticos, yeah, mm. yeah. you know, and, and she was a Spice Girl. Yeah. yeah. How was Posh? Did you have much to do with Posh? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Drive, a, drive around a lot. Yeah. And yeah, we, um, Could have asked him to come a, she'd, um, a she'd, of the she'd, other Spice Girls um, at that time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, baby Spice. Um, baby Spice. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
one of the one of the first encounters with with, with posh was um the Spice Girls, a lot of them were, uh, or most of them, I think one was was missing, but uh, they came over and they, we wanted a party in the hotel. Brilliant. And um, uh, Posh said, um, Andy, you seem like the the go-to guy. <laughs> you she seem like a party boy. Yeah, you seem like the, the go-to guy. <laughs> so, um, go. so um, uh, yeah, we, we got the party in order and yeah. uh, I, I organised it through the... So we had, when we were in Madrid, we um, always had two SAS commandos with us. So wow. go form SAS that commandos, helps. yeah. Yeah. Um, and we had two guys, Delphine Fernandez um, ran a, a, a Cuban security team. Right. And they were the top ones in Spain. And uh, for, uh, Delphine had been um, head of Fidel Castro's secret intelligence oh. in Cuba for many years. And, Seen some shit. Yeah, Delphine's father <laughs> yeah. was a, a general um, when Fidel took over Cuba wow. many, many years ago oh with, che with Che Guevara and stuff. Wow. So, so I had all the stories and yeah. stuff on laptops. <laughs> and. And, and the, CIA, the CIA had paid uh, Delphine five million US dollars to defect, to move out of Cuba and, and sell secrets to the Americans. So he was now living in Spain and I recruited him for us. Yeah, <laughs> no, yes. yes. no better man for the job. As you do. So we had, we had you know, uh, Agent Otto, that was his nickname. Right. So he'd, he'd he, um, part of his role years before for Fidel was um, spying. He'd spied on DiCaprio, on, on Robert De Niro. He'd go in and his speciality was... Um, uh, Taking out um, surveillance systems in hotels and, right. and bugging rooms. Right. So, yeah, that but these guys crazy. were always, you know, there was like, you know, I'd go yeah. to the gym in the morning and Delphine would go, Why are you going to the gym, man? You just got to carry one of these. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you go like that, yeah, have an Uzi or you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, these guys. Who needs weights? The Cubans were always strapped. Yeah. yeah. Strapped, pack and yeah. carrying, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The SAS Incredible. boys were more yeah. kind of like, um, they just kill you with their hands. Yeah. Yeah, they freaks. Yeah. But it was an operation. It was a military operation. All, all for all David the Beckham. Every, every single day yeah. before. So the four security team and myself, mm. um, and the Cubans couldn't speak English, and the English couldn't speak Spanish. <laughs> so, you, so you're just I, in between. So like I, yeah, <laughs> I, was, I became like a security guard as well. Yeah, and yeah. every morning we'd do like a, a bomb check of the vehicles. Wow. Um, we'd do a reconnaissance trip to the... Um, at the time, Real Madrid were training at La Ciudad de Deportiva, which mm. is near the Bernabeu. Mm. We'd do a, a route check just to... Uh, it was like a military mission. Yeah. Every single day just to get the was a military oh mission. Like you have no idea. Wow. And as soon as you left the hotel, they're on your ass. Yeah. I was in a car crash with Posh's sister. Yeah, tell us a yeah, bit yeah, about yeah. that. So I'd come out and we were, it was for Romeo's birthday. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, the world's press had come in. Romeo yeah. Beckham, maybe yeah. three or something. And we'd come out of the garage. But the the hotel guards, so fascinated with, like, the whole party that was there, mm. um, forgot to block this one-way street coming out of this boutique hotel in Madrid. I've come out, bang, hit side on. <gasps> and I've gone. Buy a paparazzi? Man. Oh, man, they're just relentless. Side of the car, and I, I, I woke up after about five seconds. So you were out? Out, and I've, I've come to about five seconds later, and all I can see is paparazzi all over the car, all over the car, like... like they have, like, no 50, 50 100 of them, just... Man. But they would... Shit. We would pick up their chatter on, on the, the SAS radios. Yeah, you could see like where they were going to be. Wanting us to, to try and create a crash and see if you could get a kill shot of Beckham. <gasps> Fucking yeah, because a kill shot it was worth millions and millions and millions. Oh so, so you know, the the our first trip from the airport um, uh, when when he actually signed for Real Madrid, yeah. 
uh, we got followed from the airport to uh, the medical centre, the hospital, where he did his first medical check. And um, I remember, you know, calling my mum and, and she goes, what's it like? And I said, oh, I really think I'm going to die in a car crash yeah. like Princess Diana. I really, and it was like, and it was just every day was like that. You're like huh? on edge 24-7. Every, every single day. Like, and there's, you're, you're, you're going to training mm. and you've got high-powered vehicles, so you're trying to, like, escape these guys. You know, yeah. so you had Porsche GT3s, Ferraris, whatever, and you're 100, 180, 200 clicks to order, whatever, yeah, yeah, to try and out. And there's a guy on a motorbike next to you, you know. This with guy's a, risking his life for yeah, a photo. Yeah, yeah. So oh. he's, the guy riding the motorbike, you know, that was steering it, and then there's a guy strapped to him, Facing backwards with the camera uh, and the lens is hitting your car that's going 200 kilometres an hour. Oh, Crazy, man. Like Crazy. every right. single day. I'd be so tempted yeah. to just swerve him off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we had that, that crash and then yeah. uh, the yeah. SAS commandos came out of the garage and dragged me and um, Louise Adams back and the Porsche back into into the garage. And anyway, we finally got Scary. to the hard rock for the, the party. So it, it was insanity mm. uh, that you would... You know, and then you know, a day later, Ronaldo Nazario calls up, and uh, I've got um, I've got a plane full of um, Victoria's Secret models, and, um, and, and you know, we've, and you're uh, like, Bum -bum. Have you, been, see, see, yeah, I, you did there's... this job for a while. This is sounding <laughs> like day one, paparazzi following you. This sounded terrible. I knew there had to be perks to this job. Yes. Yeah, for you to stay in this job that long, there had to be perks. So tell me about Ronaldo's yes. plane full of Victoria's Secret models. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Like it was nonstop. It was not stopped like this. Possibly, arguably, uh, Mourinho reckons he's the greatest player he's ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he At was, least as far as strikers go, yeah. Yeah. He was incredible. Such a, a good player. Yeah. And, you know, and just carefree, Brazilian, you yeah. know, he believed that he had to party. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's what we do in Brazil. You've got to enjoy yeah, yeah, life. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like uh, the night of, of his 28th birthday party, he flew 100 teammates over. Uh, you know, Beckham and I arrive a little bit late to, to the party, and it's, it's this place in La Moraleja, you know, it's the, the, the big, the posh suburb of Madrid. Yeah. And as soon as the gates open, you know, he's got guards and towers with Uzi yeah. machine guns. And, right. You know, so you no don't... one's getting in, no paparazzi. No going. one's yeah. getting in. Isn't know, it but... beautiful the days before social media as well? Oh, yep. oh. You so, could really have these parties. So there was no like... No yeah. um, smartphones. No. Yeah. We go in and as soon as you went through that steel gate and it opened up, it was like Ronaldo greets you, big kisses, because wow. this house is yours. Um, and it was um, just insanity. It's like... Um, it's like a Victoria's Secret model parade. Um, it's like... Um, cool, it's like, so does anyone need an agent? Yeah, because it's like, it's like the, the 10, you know, um, not only the Real Madrid players, where's a Dan, this for yeah. the whole lot. Yeah. Um, Christian Vieri's there. You know, of course, like, oh, Bobo yeah, Vieri yeah, was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Maldini, oh, all these yeah. guys. So it's like, you know, the, the greatest of the greats. Yeah. Uh, all you the know, top playing keep, keepy ups and... Um, just insanity. It was like carnival. See, I believe in heaven. I, yeah. I believe in heaven. I believe in heaven. And I hope that... It that looks that's like what, that. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. When the gates open, <laughs> it's Ronaldo. Keep it's for a secret model. Would you like a drink with these big... Oh, this is... Yes. You it's know? pretty cool, huh? Yes. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're the perks. Especially for you. You're not like... These guys got to watch themselves because they're playing no, football. You're, you're post-career. Well, no, but you know you know what was... Very important job. But I was allowed... I was allowed in because it's even though you might be entrusted with Beckham, yeah. If you got to win these guys over, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. So um, yeah, I got on great with Ronaldo and uh, and everybody, and mm. and you know they knew I'd played to a decent level too, yeah. Um, and you know I, I was uh, I was very protective of David, um, mm. and 
I was more of a friend than than his agent. It yeah. was kind of I'd uh, interpret stuff, whatever. Mm. You know, um, uh, but I was I was like his right hand man, and yeah. uh, and oh, the boys that. knew that I was protecting their teammates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, crazy times. You know, it, it it's. I think Eminem sings a song, and uh, I forget the one it is, but it, it it's kind of like you can, you know, there's nothing you can't have. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we're in a situation where there's mm. there's absolutely nothing you can't have. Like you, you you're driving down the Castellana past the Bernabeu, mm. and you know he says, "Do you think you could maybe make a phone call to Ferrari?" That's and, a great, that's and, a great and, accent. And, and, that is a good accent. And, <laughs> and see if we can get a car. Okay. So I call Ferrari, Ferrari. Madrid. Well, I saw under you. I gone back. Bang, 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 bang. Yep. What colour do you want? <laughs> That day it's there. Yeah, so, so I, go and pick, I go and pick it up the next day. Right. And you know what's even crazier? Yeah. They don't ask for a license. Yeah. They don't ask for a license. I don't have to sign anything. They mm. give me the keys. Wow. And I drive drive out of the showroom in the near, the next to the Bernabeu yeah. in like a half a million dollar vehicle that I don't even know it's registered. It should. <laughs> I've got an expired New South Wales driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm driving the shit out of this around Spain. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> it's amazing. Man. They say when you have, they say when like, the, but there's nothing you can't have. Like it's just it's like, but they, they say when you can afford stuff, that's when you get stuff for free. Like because David Beckham could buy any. But were people just trying to give him these cars? Like just because if Beckham's driving be, that Ferrari, because paparazzi follow you every day, so you're in every magazine in Europe. So. Right. Yeah, so they just give it to you. Yeah, they, they give it to you. You pay for absolutely nothing. Like wow. it, it's um, it's crazy. Man, one night uh, I won't mention. The name of the player, right? Okay, but yeah. uh, I'll just just say that. I'll guess. Let's see if we can guess. Yeah. I was just about to say. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. So, no. Like uh, after about the third or fourth day, I got there, they bring us these tags. It's okay. like VIP, like for the city of Madrid. Okay. So, but but it allows you also access to the military air force base in Madrid, right? right. So yeah, you know how hard it is to get into a military installation. <laughs> yeah. Try it sometime, right? No, was, so, I've done it on GTA. <laughs> five stars straight away. Yeah, five yeah. star warning. So. I've got these passes mm. and you go to this military, the Air Force Base, Torrejon, right. Right. where all the private jets come in, but okay. also the military kind of jets. Right. And I get to the boom gates. These guys come out, they see the pass and they just go, boom. Straight in. Boom gate goes up. So me, I'm on the tarmac with a player. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the deal is, <laughs> there's five porn stars flying in from... <laughs> From Los Angeles. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. But it's not like. It's not like these are the top five ranks, man. Okay, these are these are. Yeah, this these is ATP top We're talking five football heritage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. football heritage. We're talking the Ronaldo Nazario the Bond stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like yeah, one, two, three, four, five, man. Like, yeah, they've retired since. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, probably retired uh, since. Okay, haven't checked Pornhub lately. Yeah, but we'll, we'll probably we'll have, have to look. as we'll soon as I get home to. For research uh, as soon purposes. as I get home tonight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll flick you a message. Uh, let me know. Let me know who it was. Who All right. it was. All right. Amazing. Yeah, so things like that. It's like, like, you know, well, you know, <laughs> you know, what's the deal? Yeah. It's, it's, no, no, it's no everything deal. at your fingertips. Everything. Every, there's, there's nothing mm. you could not wow. have. Mm. And, and that in itself is a curse. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It can be, definitely. Yeah. You know, so, How do you not spiral um, at that level? Yes. Yeah. You know, so it... Um, you know, it's a little bit different if, if 
if I had, a, for example, been playing, mm. you would be. Yeah, yeah, more. yeah. But you know, well, you 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 speak quite openly, and and we really admire you about that. Now we've seen your yeah. feature with Lad Bible, and also you go and you visit, and that's part of you being able to now be able to coach the next generation of players yeah. to not go down that path. You walked off that path that you want to be on as a human being, right? Was that around this time? I, um, uh, after football, um, yeah. uh, to be honest with you, yeah. I'm, um, I'm not proud that I, you know, I, I became a, a cocaine addict, mm. and a crack cocaine addict. Yeah. Um, but I'm very proud now that, that, you know, I managed to, to conquer that because yeah. most people that get on the crack cocaine uh, are either dead or brain dead. Yeah. You well, know, can so, you actually so tell me the difference? Because I was talking to the boys before. What is the difference between crack cocaine and normal cocaine? You just cook it up. You cook up the uh, the cocaine um, with uh, sodium bicarbonate. So it gives you a real pure form and it, 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 you cook it up and it turns into a little gel that hardens and then okay. you put it into the gauze and you light it up and you smoke it and you, you, blow, your head, yeah, and you blow your head off for about Mama five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, then you want the next rock and you put another rock in and you blow your head off for another five minutes. So that is considerably worse. Oh, that crack cocaine... Um, has destroyed many neighbourhoods in the United States yeah. and the world. It, it's it's a destruct. It's the, one of the most destructive things that uh, that you could ever 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 take. Mm. But it's probably also the greatest thing that you could ever Man. ever take. Mm. So you work it out and do the math. Do you yeah. take yeah. it? Do you not take it? Um, but um, you know, I, I I went from you know not even drinking. You know, yeah. I had a football career that that I didn't touch anything. And, yeah. you know that. That allowed me to, to achieve, you know, things that I achieved. Mm. Um, and just, uh, I remember um, being in the SFX office in in, in Sydney and uh, I no longer played football. And mm. I, you know, you see all the movies and stuff yeah. like that. And I mean, I'd never done cocaine. Yeah, and yeah. So one of the guys in there says, oh, mate, you want a line? He goes, oh, Tom Cruise is calling us in a, in a minute. You know, yeah. he's, uh, I go, Tom Cruise, are you the Top Gun? Yeah. He, goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah. Okay, so he goes, let's do a line of cocaine and yeah. talk to the Top Gun. So Highway to the danger zone. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So do that. But I remember these words. He said, um, you got to really be careful, kid, because someone, someone like you, excessive compulsive with football, 100. with this, mm. with that, mm. um, this could kill you if you get addicted to it. And yeah. um, anyway, we did it. Um, Tom Cruise called. I'm Casual fucking range. flying that high, man. I'm buzzing Sydney Tower, yeah. the whole lot, mate. The to yeah, Mavericks, <laughs> Mavericks on the phone, on Maver Mavericks on loudspeaker. And I'm fucking flying, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm buzzing Sydney Tower, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was a, in the end, it was a, a flight I shouldn't have got on. But, yeah. Uh, but it yeah. was. Um, we learned. You know yeah. what? You know what? I, I um, uh, I shouldn't be. Here. Yeah. Know, that's that's the reality, yeah. and, and and for some reason. Uh, you know, that world takes you to um, real dark places mm. mentally and physically. You know, mm. there's dangerous places, mm. you know, in the acquiring of it, mm. in the taking of it. Yeah. Um, there's levels to it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I caught up Waverley Police Station one day. I, I thought my house was surrounded by gunmen. Yeah, when you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, when you call up police station, yeah. call up a police station, and yeah. you know, in Waverley, you know, yeah. I'm 500 meters up the road is, is the police station, and you call them up, you say you're surrounded by gunmen. Yeah, they send uh, the they send SWAT target yeah. response. So yeah. within five minutes, like there was, was nothing. You were hallucinating this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, there. there was nothing there. Oh. It was a psychotic. Oh, I didn't it was just, know cocaine could do that. 
Yeah, I hadn't slept for like 10 days. So yeah. I, I, all I could see was gunmen outside the house. Oh so I call up police and go, yeah, they're everywhere. <gasps> that is they so sent Maroubra target response. I'm talking tanks, helicopter above the house. And I'm going, fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And you realised, you, you, uh, you came to your senses. No, then. I kind of... I hadn't slept for... So you were yeah. in like a psychosis? Yeah, I hadn't slept for 10 days. Hairs everywhere, mate. Oh, I'm slutty cravats, mate. I had no shirt. I'm walking around. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so. Anyway, the, they turn up SWAT. You know, guys yeah. who's... Yeah, the, the whole lot. Okay, yeah. it's proper SWAT. Yeah. Okay, oh 50, 60 God. of them. The helicopter above, the tank, the whole lot. Anyway, they talk to the two detectives and they do a... They clear the place. They leave. Two detectives knock on my door. I open the door and, and they see a poster of me like playing for... I think it was Reading or mm. Socceroos or something, and one of them says, Andy, come outside. They knew me for a lot of yeah. I hadn't been in a lot of trouble, but mm. I'd had a few run-ins up the yeah. road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple and, of um, times there in a cell just trying to get out of the best of us. And, uh, Andy, come out here. And, and he, one of them grabbed me by the throat, yeah. and he said, you're too good for this. You yeah. know, like, um, yeah. he said, man, like, you, you can't be doing this. You, yeah. you, you're actually too good. You know, you're going to kill yourself, kid. Mm. Um, and then he said, if you put your hand up, um, I'll help you. Mm. And um, so I said, yeah. And he said, so what's, I said, but you can't take me to, you can't take me out the road to the police station and lock me up. Because um, he goes, why not? I go, I've, I'm going to Columbia next week. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the two detectives around here, Waverley Police Station. And one of them goes. But that was for work, right? One yeah. of them goes, you going fucking where? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're off your chops on, on cocaine, yeah. right? Uh, haven't slept in 10 days and I'm telling you I'm going to Columbia. Yeah. You can't lock me up. And he goes, what the hell are you going to do in Colombia, mate? What's going on? Yeah. I go, I'm chief scout for the Socceroos. <laughs> 2006 World Cup qualifying campaign. Whose decision was that? To to, to not lock you. me up or to send to send, to send <laughs> you. <laughs> boat, to send you. I mean, I'm really proud of the police force for not locking you up. That shows yeah. everyone, everyone really wanted to make yeah. that World Cup. Compassion. That's what we had to all But I'll get together. back to that because then instead of locking me up, they took me to the, um, the mental ward okay. up at Prince of Wales and uh, I couldn't get out. So same yeah. thing essentially. You got yeah. So time. when you're in there, yeah. like you, they, you start saying, "Well, the, you, know, you get psychiatrists and they're coming yeah. up and saying, um, so um, what have you been doing, Andy? Uh, I've been looking after David Beckham's 300 million pound uh, uh, business yeah. in in Madrid, and uh, and I'm an ex socceroo and I've got to yeah. go to Colombia next week. And yeah. like it's they, so, actually, it sounds crazy. It, honestly, yeah. No, I'm they telling you Ronaldo had <laughs> ten <laughs> Victoria's Secret models. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. Like, cool, one of them, one up. of them came back and she said, "Do you know Posh? <laughs> like, like as if, yeah. Yeah, I actually do." <laughs> take a shopping and do this and do that. Yeah, and they just guys go, this guy's yeah. like never to be released. <gasps> yeah, and, and the, the scary thing is Shit. there's a lot of people in there. Who have real... St that are actually nuts. Like, yeah, 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 yeah just yeah. nuts. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Um, So anyway, I got out. It, it was... Whose decision? It was um, Graham Arnold. Okay. Um, and he consulted Gus Hiddink and yeah. they consulted obviously Frank Lowy and... and, and um, they yeah, didn't know so, about your addiction? No. Okay, right. So, yeah. Um, so you can't blame them for sending. No, you I can't. Can't blame them. You can't blame them, but it was just, uh, unfortunate. Paid for a good holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us then about. Oh, Columbia. the first. The first. So the rehab didn't start there <laughs> yet. No. It's guys, VIP rehab clinic scene. Like it took it? me four days to get out of the mental, okay. out of the psych ward. Like yeah, I was. I went to get out after the first night. That doesn't shake you. That doesn't get you. No, nah, after after the first night, like I kind of the psychosis had gone. Okay. And sweet. Yeah, so I go to walk out the door and. Security guard goes, you can't leave, mate. Yeah. You're not. What do you mean? I've got to go to Columbia. And he goes, no, mate, you're not fit for society. 
Yeah, your, your folder's been marked. Jeez, there's not not fit for society. More statements than that. Yeah, yeah you, you can't go until you, you, th you thought you were done at that point. Oh, no. No, you I visualise like. You knew you I could visualise I'm going to get out of this. Prison yeah. break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The, the theme music. Tattoos all yeah, yeah. over the back. Yeah, it, it's like, you know, as a kid, I visualised playing at Wembley. Mm. I visualised playing at the Burnabout Stadium. Yeah. And Manifest. I did it. Mm. Yeah. So you kind of like, so I always kind of thought, oh, I'll get out of this somehow. Like, and so, um, yeah, I get out and I, I so on the weekend we travel and mm. get to Bogota. You know, it's heavy. Mm. You know, it's like Bogota's heavy. Bogota's heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper yeah, but, but I'm 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 looking around and, and we've got to go to Barranquilla mm. and they've put me in Barranquilla. Um, this amazing hotel, you know, palm trees. Barranquilla <laughs> is like um, uh, Barranquilla and Cartagena is the Caribbean side of, of Colombia. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's yeah. like, boom, cigars. Yeah. cigars. Happy days. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. land and I've got to go like watch Argentina, Colombia, this, that, Chile. So because at this point we didn't know who we were going to play. No. So you yeah, had we to didn't make know. sure you were watching had, everyone. Had to watch everyone from Brazil to Colombia Bolivia, to Bolivia Paraguay. to Brazil. What yeah. So you travel from there. But my base, yeah. <laughs> my base is Colombia. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'd met when I was with Beckham in Madrid. I met the big Carly and, and, and uh, the the well, other the cartels, mm. the head honchos, mm. like in Madrid, because right. the Colombians used Madrid as their base to See. distribute around the rest of it. Right. So I made a phone call. This right. kid turns up, like sicario man. Like yeah. he turns man. up and he goes, "What do you want?" Right. And like I go, "What do you got?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he like goes like this. Yeah, yeah, he, he had bricks, a whole lot, mate. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A brick, four hundred and fifty dollars, man. Like yeah. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> Producer Shabs, yeah, hey. he knows the market back there. Hey. Producer Shabs knows the market. Uh, <laughs> easy, Tiger. Yeah. yeah. So I'd been given some petty cash by yeah. the, the FA. Like, yeah. I was got two, three grand in, yeah. in the pocket besides yeah. you, you know, them paying for everything, this yeah. and that. And he, he pulls out like a, a gram of pure white cocaine. Like, yeah. yeah, the rest, the best thing you've ever, 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 ever seen. Right. It makes you wonder, like, the amount of money I wasted on shit. Like, yeah, he, this he, is pure, yeah, this, pure, pure. I'm just thinking about this is, how many deals I've tried to sell the FA yeah. and, <laughs> and they didn't know they were they were funding, they were paying for cocaine in Colombia this, this whole this, time. This, <laughs> and this. I'm trying to sell them for work. <laughs> That's where their money went. Really? I'm trying to make content. I'm trying to make content. Okay, yeah. And it's gone to... <laughs> it's gone there. It's gone to... Uh, it's, it's good to know you had a good time, though. So he shows me this mm. pure white rock, and it's like a gram, and he, I go, how much? He goes, $10 US. And I go... Bargain. I get his face when I said, give me 20. <sighs> like, 20 grams. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like for two hundred dollars, yeah. that's one of the greatest like deals you can ever make. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, and yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. like I'm yeah. no mathematician. Like, no, 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 no. But that's a bargain. That's like a bargain. Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, yeah. two hundred dollars US yeah. for twenty grams yeah. of pure white cocaine. Unbelievable. Yeah. The first line. Yeah. Remember, I'm I'm there to scout. Yeah. Like yes. But all I can think about is racking this up yeah. and blowing my head off. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, god. Yeah. I like this lineup. So you were high the whole time you were there? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I just went bang and I froze on the couch, man. Like the, it's like, it's like boom. And my body froze for about like 30 seconds, 30 seconds to a minute. I couldn't move, right. but, but I'm like, it's, it's carnival inside, um, but, I, but I just can't move. Yeah, but I can't move. <laughs> and I'm like, going, man, how do I fucking get up? Like, like, oh my God. 
And then this ocean breeze came through, like through the palm trees. And I'm like, well, after about a minute, I slowly start to get up and it's boom, boom, boom. Wow. Vamos. 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 Yeah. And then, and then the security guard that yeah. like the AFP and the, the Socceroos had got me. He, he took the liberty of ordering, he goes, Andy, uh, in this part of uh, Colombia, the speciality is to have one of these uh, big snappers. And I was like, you ought to be a big fucking fish. So like, I was, so I've had this line of cocaine, right? I'm frozen, I go down, and he's got me this snapper about this big, I couldn't eat it. Like, I couldn't eat the thing. Like, every, every like, bit of snapper that I had, I had to have about four glasses of water. And I'm, I'm sweating. And this guy's looking at me going, are you okay? Andy, 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 you're sweating, man. <laughs> yeah. So then in the end, I, I gave up. I said, fuck this act. Yeah. I said, man, no me encuentro bien, man. El viaje, this and that. So went straight up and like, it was all playing possum. I was straight up, man. I couldn't wait to rack another one. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, you're back. Yeah. So you, you're and he goes, you want a girl? <laughs> You're like, hell yeah, man. Yeah, I want yeah, to yeah, I'll get you a girl for <laughs> one week. I wasn't married. I was, yeah. didn't have a girrlfriend, nothing. Yeah. Like, a girlfriend for one week. No soy tonto, hombre. Wow. So look, I'm, man, it's like Horror first girlfriend. night in, first, yeah. yeah. First night in Colombia. Yeah. It's like in Colombia, Venezuela, got all the Miss Worlds. Yeah, that's so, right. So it's every day. Todos so so you're talking uh, 10 Pulato. out of 10, 10 out of 10 for cocaine. And yeah. you're talking 10 out of 10 for, yeah. for girls. And yeah. I'm just like, I did a toast of the, the Socceroos. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 for, for, Cheers, yeah, yeah, for, for, for when I played, yeah. when, when us early guys played and you put us on all those shit, you know, um, yeah. cattle class flights, yeah. you know, and then, and economy. Like, now I'm going to yeah. get mine. Now, now's, now's payback. Yeah, you got your money. Yeah. You obviously did something right because, hey, we went on to play Uruguay, so you would have had to yep. study Uruguay while you were there. Oh, I've got right. a funny Uruguay story. Right, so, so you... You, so you followed them, you watched their games, you watched, put together what, a report for, for Gusidic? Put a dossier together, okay. which was um, uh, geographical, right. it was climatic, it was, a stati it was uh, uh, logistical, okay. um, you know, everything, you know, it was from, you know, we knew, for example, that Colombia used to play in Bogota, which okay. was at altitude, yeah. now they played um, in Barranquilla. Mm at four o'clock in the afternoon when the sun was beaming down, 80% okay. humidity. Okay. So they tried to sc screw around with you. So yeah. you had to know everything. Okay. I mean, right. uh, location of hotels, how mm. far to this training ground, yeah. how good this was, how good that was. Wow. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a, you know, if you get that wrong, yeah. Yeah, and then there was the only game, which is really funny, the only game that we didn't see live yeah. was against the team that we actually had to play in the end. So you didn't see Uruguay? Oh, oh no. <laughs> You want to know the story? Should we ask why? What, what happened? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> nothing to do with cocaine. This <laughs> one. Okay. So uh, uh, we were all on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so there was myself and Graham Arnold. Yeah. And a guy called Ron Smith. Okay. That, that we were all going into into Uruguay, but for some reason there was a South American airline strike, whatever. So, so none of us from where we were in Colombia, Brazil, this and that, could get in. To Uruguay. Okay. But I had um, a friend of mine, that uh, Daryl Mather, a really good friend of mine who was also my boss at SFX Sports Group. He, he looked after all the rugby league clients, yeah. uh, Billy Slater, Lockyer, yeah. all these guys. right? Yeah. Um, uh, after his rugby league season finished, he liked to go into South America and do a scene. Anyway, we were going to meet in Montevideo mm. and I was going to like, go, Man, I've got to go there and scout the match, come and watch it. So he was in Montevideo, mm. right? And... Can't get there. I go to Ronnie Smith and Arnie. I go, my mate's there. 
So I ring up Daryl and you know, Daryl likes Tottenham Hotspur. He loves him okay. as a fan. Yeah, yeah. But he's a rugby league agent. Yeah. He doesn't know that much about mm. football. I go, Daryl, you're Chief Scout, Uruguay. Um, and I forget who they were playing. Yeah. So in the end, the scouting report was for the match in South America that Uruguay played, the team that we beat to go to the World Cup yeah. was done by Australia's premier rugby league agent. Wow. That is unbelievable. That How cool is that? That is brilliant. Yeah. Was it written like a rugby league head? Oh, they packed the scrum. They, they, they packed the scrum with two no, and a quarter. No, because I'd, you've got to be a couple of steps ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Uruguay and Argentina and Colombia, like in Spain, yeah. they have this newspaper called Marca. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the next day, everything that happens in the game, in everything the that happens in the game is in, in the paper. Marca. Minute, the corners, so the, the, the freaks. So the FA think you were at that game. They thought you were at that game. No, no, they knew we oh, weren't at that time. Oh, okay, right, I was going right, to say, right. catch yeah, out but of the I bag. But I didn't, I said, we've got someone going. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't say, like, it's, you know, rugby league game. <laughs> yeah. But I told him, I said, listen, the next day, just send me the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. Because you I, have all the information yeah. there. Yeah. You, th th it's everything. Yeah. Minute by minute, yeah. substitutions, yeah. the free kicks. Yeah. The, the, there's experts in everything. Yeah. Yeah. The whole newspaper is the football newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's kind of like, for every game that I did in South America, mm. the next day, mm. I just kind of like copy, mm. you know, copy and paste. That's it. Use copy and paper. paste, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Copy and paste and just be off my chops on cocaine. <laughs> Honestly, you were living la vida loca. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have no idea. Like, no. I'm going to watch Chile, Colombia. Like, no, Colombia, Chile. Yeah. Uh, like, do the biggest line of cocaine on the way to the game. What's and, and you get there and you jump out and they've all these dogs. Are, oh. like, and you're like, yeah, no, no. Because <laughs> like military dogs, they smell higher heart rates. Right. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. So I jumped out of the cab at, uh, at, at, um, at the Barranquilla Stadium where Colombia played. And I was like, and this guy's oozing machine guns. It's like, it's heavy Colombia. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. dogs locked on me. <laughs> German Shepherd as big as a, like, uh, big as a bear. Yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. What's wow. it like watching a football game high on cocaine? Uh, like, it, it's, South America in itself is like, a, a mad experience anyway just watching yeah, yeah. a football match there mm. but high on cocaine mm. like it's just everything is noises everything's like it's like and if you haven't slept for a day or two yeah it's like you're in a zoo yeah and all i can hear is like fucking parrots yeah you know, wolves howling <laughs> lions roaring um and you're like writing these reports yeah, yeah it's just they bring wolves to yeah, the stadium yeah, 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 yeah. It's, Goose, it's just they bring fucking parrots it's just, parrots on the loose. it's just all i can hear is like Loud, like South American Amazonian bird noises. Right. Like, yeah. like, like, How is it? Not cockatoos and this, that, and it's just, oh a, and then like all you can hear is lions, tigers. But it's, the it's, actual football game, like, and is then, it? And I'm watching like, it. Senses high yeah, everything's fast. <laughs> they play quick. Yeah, yeah they yeah. play quick. One touch yeah, football. Yeah, everything's fast. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Everything's fast, but you're never comfortable. You're yeah. never comfortable because. Yeah. You're always at on some, edge. No, at some point the cocaine's dying down, so yeah. you need to have another line. Yeah. Well, you got to do it in front of everybody. Man. Jesus. I did it in front of everybody. I <laughs> at the qualifying game. Which one? The Socceroos. Oh, Uruguay, against Uruguay. Yeah. Here yeah, yeah, or there? Yeah, yeah, at half time. I Here? racked up. Yeah, like in, the in, the, in your seat, in the stand. In my seat, in the stand, yeah. You know when they have the half time entertainment? Oh, so everyone was distracted. Yeah, like they get me tickets to go, right? After. So. It's the Uruguay game. It's the yeah. big game. Yeah, I've done all the report, this too. and yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think, you know, they might kind of go, you know, what, be down with the team, this and that. Yeah, you're part nah. of the staff. Yeah. No, no they, 
they sent me a couple of tickets. Yeah. Sent me a couple of tickets, and I'm um, I'm in a seat with a hundred other you know forgotten socceroos. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's kind yeah, of it's shit. yeah. And yeah. I'd worked for them, and I'd done this and that. Yeah. And I just thought, so I had that ticket plus one. So at the time, I got the biggest like cane dealer in the eastern suburbs to come with me. Yeah, you know, on the way up, up Parramatta Road, we put a bet on Bresciano. I think he was paying nine dollars, mate. He put five grand on forty-five grand after the game. Boom! There you go. Happy day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gambling is wrong as well yeah. as cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone watching back <laughs> home, we're going to get breakfast? to that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, the madness of it. You know, we're watching this game, and at half time, you know, I, I kind of when you feel like a forgotten socceroo, mm. you know, because I don't think we do our history well. Mm. Um, Yeah, I I wanted the boys to win, but I I didn't really want to be there, you know. So um, at half time, I just thought, I've got a CD out. Not CD out, we got out the guys in. We did a couple of lines. Well, the half time entertainment was going on. Yeah, yeah. And then it came to penalties. Yeah. And I walked out. You didn't watch them? No. Fuck. Man. The whole world, the whole world, all of Australia is watching. Comes to that moment and you leave. Yeah. Me and I'll call my mate Elkin Soto. Okay, hey, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're leaving. Two, two two people leaving at the time. ANZ Stadium. There's a penalty shootout. Yeah. And people go to me. You left before the penalty yeah, shootout. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. By the time like Aloisi scored, man, I was near the cross, ready to go. <laughs> that was back when the cross was the cross. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's just. It's just so it's yeah, the, the madness of it all. Yeah. You know, but but you know, it's um. You know, they're funny stories that, that I still relate to a lot of the players. Yeah. That, that, yeah. But they're sad in a way too. Yeah, they're because, dark because times. you know, it, it's you know, it, it's not a it's it's a path that, that it, it's not it doesn't have happy ending, you know, That's like right. the, yeah. it's it That's leads right. to a lot of darkness and, 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 and people we, die and you know we yeah. can laugh about the highs you know we can, we can yeah, laugh yeah, about yeah, these yeah, funny yeah, moments because yeah, yeah. they, they make for great telling and storytelling yeah. and we know we've spoken as well off camera but we know that really rooted in all of this majority is actually negativity majority yes. is a dark place uh, at what point did you get rid of it i people ask me like how i gave up yeah. and i can't tell you really I, yeah I, I i didn't go to any rehab was it like a flick of the switch yeah it just um it was part of at one point, you know, the initial bit was leaving Sydney and going back to Canberra, where I, I grew up. Yeah, going um, yeah, going home and, and just kind of, you know, I woke up one day in, in Bondi Junction, Waverley, and like, you know, two hundred people I knew in Sydney, you know, were all either doing cocaine, selling cocaine, around mm. cocaine. So it was just madness. Mm. It was like everyone in my life was was in that. So I had to get away from it all. Mm. Um, you know. An arrest in Reading, and uh, and then yeah, there was a lot of stuff. I became a victim of, of I was a victim of the world's, you know, the UK, arguably the world's the greatest hacking, um, right? hacking scandal. The hacking scandal. Yeah, I've they, heard about that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, followed me for five years yeah. and opened my voicemails mm, and mm, all that sort of stuff. Mm. So, um, uh, and then I met my wife. You know, my my now wife, who who really um, you know, in the book, you know, she. Um, you know how Anthony Keatis would go to hotel rooms and just try and kill himself. You know, mm-hmm. and all the band members would chase mm-hmm. him, and mm-hmm. that's what Janie did for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we um, yeah. So you know, y- you meet people in life, and and, and 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 but it was I was just you know what I was I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah, yep. you know, there's like you just um, for ten years in Sydney, I. I I like it here was, was noises, like, you know, at four or five in the morning, you, you're chasing shit again, you're chasing mm. drugs again, and it's like, and you hear the noises, 
birds and this and that. And, mm. and now I hear the birds at four or five in the morning. And, yeah, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not chasing. I'm yeah. at peace mm. yeah. with the world. But, but more importantly, it's you. As, and then you, you get a little bit older and, and you start thinking like, you know, I achieved a, a, a lot of first, you know, first guy to captain an English football club and, and you know, first one to play in Spain. Leader, and, you know, yeah. and, 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 you know what, I wasn't the greatest soccer, I wasn't the worst, but there was a lot of first achievements, which mm. is pioneering. Mm. That's right. And, and I wanted to leave a little bit of a legacy. Not, yeah. not, if, if it wasn't for me, mm. you know, for my wife, for my, my parents, my, my daughter, you know, you want to leave them with something nice, not all the shit. Yeah. yeah. And, um... So I feel really good now. I, I feel probably the happiest I've ever, you know, been in my life. You yeah. know, I wake up, I can't wait to go to training. Yeah. I, um, you know, I go to rehab centres. Yeah. You know, um, I go to Salvation Army, the Glen Rehab up there. I, I help um, kids uh, in the PCYC that, mm. that come from less fortunate places than than, Love that. than we yeah. are at, and and you know, from broken families, mm. parents going to jail, the whole lot. So, yeah. um, for me. The high that that gives me, the the joy that 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 gives me is 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 equivalent or far greater than than at times than anything I achieved in football. You know, the, to to be able to, to to touch people in a certain way that you give them hope. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's mm. you know, and and you know, my story is you know I should be dead. Mm. Um, you know, because there's places that that you know you like I said before in the acquiring and the taking of of crack cocaine that yeah. are, you know, pretty deadly, man. Yeah. Mm. And um, somehow I survived it all. This uh, is the reason, right? So yeah, that you can do this. Yeah, and there's a reason. And mm. you, you know, uh, I talked to 40, 50 guys at, at the Glen, you know, this indigenous kind of rehab place mm. in in, uh, in Chittaway Bay near where I live. And, and I go nearly every day. I go to the gym and just work out with them. And um, it's kind of my piece as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I talk to them and I say, look, you know, I've... Anything you've done, you know, like, as at first they think, man, they just kind of know, oh, it's Andy X Socceroo, um, uh, now Vibe Manager, Athletic Development Coach at the Mariners or whatever. Them, right? yeah. yeah, and, and they think, and then you go, then you start saying, like, you know, uh, I know a lot of you guys have an alcohol addiction. I just want you to know that um, I went to crack cocaine addiction. Mm. And um, and I should be dead, and but I'm here, and, and I'm now in this role, you know. Um, and my wife's here, and we've moved up to the coast, and and um, you can almost see like this this kind of they, you know. Hopefully, it, it shows them that there's still light and still yeah. hope. Yeah. You can always get out. Well, yeah. That's right. Now so, you're the light. Yeah. For so so, many, so we we've had a laugh, and you know, mm. you know, they're fantastic stories. Yeah. Of, yeah. You know, whoever decides to turn it into a film one day, it'd be a magnificent. Oh, it'd be the second yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Who would play yeah. you? I don't know. You guys come up with that. We're going to get some old photos. Yeah. A, young, a younger Andy B. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but it would it would really be a, a fascinating um, story. And you can add a, you have a little bit of license when you do movies. Yeah. So you can yeah. add a lot. But, it, but it's The Wolf of Wall Street. It's Jerry yeah. Maguire. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's James Bond. It, it's, you know... Uh, it's been a, a roller coaster life, oh. but you know, sometimes now I kind of wouldn't swap it for anything. There were yeah. times where, you know, you don't want to be on the planet anymore. Yeah. Um, but I am. Um, I'm just glad you. Know, I, I'm back in the A League now. Yeah. I, um, I see ex Socceroos, and they're kind of like, "Whoa, yeah. you're still alive, man!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you doing here? I'm, I'm back to make your life a nightmare. Yeah. Exactly. He's back. Yeah. He's this back. is all part of your legacy. Exactly. Yeah. It, so, so that's. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's been a it's been a 
pretty cool writer, you know, and, and, and now hopefully we, we, we do another book and, you yeah. know, the, the most important thing is, is um, you know, for young kids out there and, and footballers, you know, girls, boys, whatever, you know, um, I found a real lot of peace, you know, when I lay all the cards on the table and, yeah. I, and I wrote my book and, and I'm not embarrassed now or, everyone knows. or, or ashamed mm. to, to, to say this is what happened to me. Mm. Um you know, there's no elephant in the room. Yeah, it's, and no one can hold anything over no, it, it, either. No, it's um, this is Andy. You know, yeah. Um, you like Andy, cool. If you don't like Andy, well, you know, it's, it's so cool. much respect it, for that. Yeah, it, it's cool too. You yeah. know, and and and, you know, being on the couch with with, with you guys, and you know, being invited here, and and, mm. you know, I, I I love what you guys are doing. You know, giving football a lot more exposure, but but also in a way, I, I feel blessed because, you know, as soon as I walked in the door, it's kind of like. You guys wanted to embrace, you know, the history of football in this country mm. too, and and mm. you know a lot of us, you know, you know, I talked to some of my academy players, and you know, I went to the AOS with Frank Farina. Mm. Um, he was of Italian background, mm. I was of Spanish background. Mm. I became the first one to play in Spain. He Frank Farina yeah. became the first to yeah. play in Serie A in Italy. Yeah, you know, and nobody knows. Yeah, they don't know these things. They don't even know who Frank Farina is. Most of, most of yeah. these young kids, yeah. you know, education so, piece. Needs yeah, to be yeah done so now. so it's you know you we got to know our history if we want to be you know a great great football nation one day, and we're getting better and better. But you know you because that way when you put that green and gold on, you know what you represent. Yeah, right? yes, and, and you know exactly how many people have sweated for this before. And you, you can't go anywhere if you, if you don't know where you've been or yeah. where you are. Yeah, you know, yeah. Do you know true. what I mean. Yeah, incredible. So, I mean, it's it's an incredible story, Andy. And we could talk forever about your life stories, even just outside of football. But before yeah. I do let you go, being born offside, being a football pod, we've mentioned lots of things. Now you've played in the NSL. You're now very much involved in the A League. Yeah. We've mentioned everything from transfers to not enough good players to the FA and to all these things. If you could, if you could click your fingers and change three things about the local game, three things. Can be as as as, as small as uh, suburban stadiums. It can be as big as a transfer system, whatever. What are the three things you want to see changing in the next ten years in this game? Three things within the A League, Australian football in general. Doesn't necessarily have to be the A League. Transfer fees. Yeah. That so, for in. example, if Melbourne City, who are backed by the City Group, mm. want one of our players, yeah, you have to pay ten million dollars. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna develop him for ten years. Because right now, yeah. a, a player a player over. can just kind of terminate yeah. the contract and go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. And there's a minimal compensation for if. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Uh, so the city group that's backed by yeah. the city. Yeah, you can't yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't come and steal our players. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. If you want fair. him, yeah. It's okay. um. I I think. The relegation, you know, the relegation yeah. and promotion is 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 real important, mm -hmm. but it's. That's a real difficult one, difficult, isn't you know, it? In, in the system mm. um, that we have here. Um, I also, because we are proof of it, mm. um, for many years I was outside of football, mm. um, looking in and, uh, and I just always felt, you know, if we're going to be a greater national team and, and develop more players that can then go and play overseas, um, have a rule where you've got to have 523 players. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, every A League team has to play yeah. young players. Five, five yeah, of them have to be. Yeah, bloody well. Five of them have to be under twenty three players. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. know how many young players I see um, at some of the clubs that that are good players that are never given wings, never mm. empowered, yeah. mm -hmm. never. You know, and I, I I love the fact. You know, I still talk to Timmy Cahill a lot, and and you know, um, there's nothing greater than than grabbing a kid and you. You know, go and be fearless. Mm. Yeah. Go be fearless. There's mm. your wings, man, going mm. and, and you know what, if you make a mistake, so what? Go and win the ball back. Do yeah. this, do that, you know. Yeah. It, it's it's a great thing. Um, you know, a anything else that I would change? Um, 
You haven't mentioned anything about the AIS, even though you're an AIS product. You don't think that we miss the AIS? Have A-League academies now gotten to a level that we don't require the AIS? Uh, they're starting to. Okay. I, I think the past 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this. I think there was a few Dutch, not all of them, but I yeah. think there was a few Dutch and, 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 frauds. and Belgian frauds that, mm. yeah. that came here and, 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 mm. and, and destroyed our system for a while. Mm. You know, and um, you know, and people like myself, mm. you know, were shut out. Yeah. You know, whether sometimes for me it was self-sabotaged, yep. you know, and, and the rumours of people here or whatever, and then mm. don't, don't touch Andy, mm. uh, or, or, or in many cases as well, um, you know, people that are insecure, that, that yeah. want to look after their and protect their jobs. Everywhere. Um, mm. But the AIS was a very special place, you know, mm. it was a, kind of the home of a lot of the golden generation. Yep. Mm. Um, Mark Viduca, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I was in the first batch that came through with Frank Farina. Um, yeah, but we had, we had, uh, when, when we were at the AIS, um, we also toured Europe a lot. And that's yeah. how I, you know, we ended up in a, final of European football against Real Madrid. Del wow. Bosque was the coach and he mm. saw me and yeah, you know, so uh, there was more like that there was more exposure right. and for young kids when you're eighteen and you're from Canberra and you've never left Canberra and you're at the AOS, you don't play a tournament in Dortmund and mm. you play against Real Madrid, you know, guys that you, you we didn't have like phones or there wasn't a yeah. lot of T V exposure yeah. then and yeah. Man, you play against Real Madrid. It's like yeah. going to Europe when I was a kid. It was like going to the moon. Yeah, yeah. It seems like yeah. Unheard of. Unheard of. Yeah. You had a Leeds United poster. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, from a shoot magazine that I yeah. couldn't afford that I stole from the local news agency. Yeah. You know, this poster up. Yeah. You know, this is 1974, 75. You know, it's like, honestly, it was like going to the moon. Mm. Spain was like going to the moon, and mm. you, yeah. you went there. You, I didn't have a. I couldn't text my mum and dad when I got there. Yeah, you, you, had, to, you had to be immersed. a man. You had no choice. Yeah, yeah you know, but to so grow up. That, that was, yeah, that's another story. Yeah, you know, incredible. A, I write that in the book. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think there's not only myself, but there's a lot of other socceroos of, of, of my era that, that in some capacity could could be fit into our game, mm. fit in our, into our game somehow. Mm. Um Rather than going and throwing money at people yeah. who maybe are rejects in their country yeah, overseas, yeah. let's yeah. let's yeah. let's invest and also, that back I, into the I people. I think you know what I think we're trying to get a little bit better now that the PFA reps are yeah. are going good and, and and the FA and you know I, I have a laugh at, at the FA's expense there and this and that and <laughs> but but it's um, you know what it, it was what it was mm. and hopefully my experience can be an edge you know, a learning curve for them as well yeah. and, and because you know during my dark days you know I. Um, you know, if someone had from the FA, you know, had, had called and said, uh, are you okay? Yeah, maybe that would have stopped it. Yeah, just, yeah. are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Very true. You know, so little things like that, you mm. know, from the PFA, you know, they're, they're trying to do it good now. We, yeah. We've got a good rep that comes to our club and, and you know, but at the end of the day, I, uh, you know, I'm not whinging about it. It is what it is. I, um, you know, I think some of us are pioneers, you know, and, and um, now these new cats are, you know, they're getting well paid and, and, mm. and yeah. uh, they're living good lives and, and um, you know, because of, of what we did. So yeah. if, if that helps them, then I'm happy to have been a pioneer. Brilliant. Well, it's an amazing story and I'm happy that you found so much peace as well and that you're, you're enjoying you, your man. role now at the Mariners. Can't wait for this final series. I really do. I mean, I try and remain neutral, but the story of the Central Coast Mariners and yeah, their youth development special. of those players, I really do hope you guys go all the way and yeah, win that. It um, means so much you know, to that we, we believe if, if, if we've got our, you know, Best fourteen, fifteen available. Yeah. Um, with all respect, with due res you know, all due respect to, to all the other sides, we mm. we don't fear anyone. Mm. We we Good. respect everybody. Mm. Um, you know, we're going to go out there to win, and, yeah. and and we'll play that way. And and 
whatever happens, happens. You know, time time will tell us all, you know, whatever. Brilliant. But we're Love confident. It. Brilliant. Best of luck with it. Danny, thanks so much for joining me on this Thank incredible you. storytelling. Thank thanks, you. Danny. Muchísimas gracias por todo, eh? Oh, I'm, uh, estoy muy encantado de, de haber estado aquí con vosotros y uh, un placer. No, the pleasure was all ours. También. The pleasure was absolutely all ours. Thanks so much, Vandy. And just as much as we'll be looking for V2 of this book, yes. we'll be hoping for a V2 of you on the Born Offside Beautiful. couch as well to catch up hey. again. Thank you. I think there's plenty more stories. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much. Love it. Thank you. Ciao.